Hey, Dive D Game, this is K-Baby, and I was coming to you guys to let you know that we now do have a cash app for you guys to send any donations to help us meet our goals. If you would like to donate, please donate to at Dive Deep Podcast. Thank you, and we appreciate anything that you help us with. Oh, I'm about to dive <laughs> I did it. <laughs> a snag and a snack with the pack with the half a bag. Hold on. It won't stop. Okay, I stopped it. Me. Oh, you wasn't here this episode. Okay. Hello, Dive Deep listeners. Hello. <laughs> you know, it's a snack is here and I am back. And I had to take a little vacation. Had to go to Antarctica to visit my home place. You know. Are you some form of animal? Don't worry about what the fuck I am. <laughs> I just asked one simple question. Okay. I just asked, are you an animal? You <laughs> got your motherfucking animal, all right. <laughs> go ahead and introduce yourself. This is Jay Marie. It's blue. Oh, period. I like hers. It's just simple. It's blue. Mine's is all extra and shit. Um, oh, and we don't have K-Baby today. Uh, K-Baby couldn't make it to this episode, but she's with us in spirit. Bubble, bubble, bubble. You know. Yeah. Sorry. I just had to add that. Oh, you waiting on the social spotlight? No, I was waiting for you to finish. Oh, okay. I'm done. Social oh, spotlight. social spotlight. Okay. I only have one. Mm-hmm. I forgot. I have two. Now, rest in peace, Snooty Wild. Oh, what's his name? Is it Snooty Wild? Jesus. Snooty. I'm just going to say Snooty. Rest in peace, Snooty. He got shot in Houston a couple of days ago. Um, rest in peace, him. And then also, I wanted to talk about, uh, I always say his name. Dante Wright's uh, killer got um, two years in jail, but she's probably about to get out with probation. I kind of think that's fucked up that she got only two years for killing him, though. I ain't like that. And then, y'all should saw her mugshot. The bitch smiled. <laughs> the system just fucking us black people up every single day, I guess. But yeah, that's the social spotlight. That's, that's all you got? Yeah. Bitch, you about to go the whole fucking war, and that's all you have? There's two people getting fucking shot? Yeah. Damn, I mean, what you want me to do? We could have been talking about the war. We could have been oh, talking, okay, we well, could, we can oh, talk no, about the no, we can talk about the war, Russia and the Ukrainians. Okay, so I'm about to be dumb. I thought Ukrainian and Russia was around the same perimeters of each other, so I got it confused when they was like Russia and Ukrainian. I said, well, I thought y'all was like in the. I didn't pay attention in. By, uh, history, so <laughs> what is Ukraine again? <laughs> <clears throat> um, the country Ukraine is close to Russia. Okay, they used to be part of the Soviet Union long ago. Okay, now I know, but okay. they became their own country, and now Russia said, Let me get it back. And oh, so, so they're that's trying the to invade. Yeah, 
I didn't know that was the problem. So what the fuck the United States got to do with all this? Because, because yeah, no, well, <laughs> the homes are nosy. <laughs> no, that's because Biden want to put his fifty cent in it. You know what? Homes just nosy. You know what? When when they did that with Trump, Trump said, "No, you leave us the fuck out of this. We ain't got shit to do with this." Biden want to stick his fifty cent in the slot machine. No, it takes seventy five. Don't you put an extra fucking quarter up in there, bitch? Who is we? We the people of the United States of America? No. Take me to bars. Send your ass Anyways. out to the war. Send your ass right there. You see how Blue just ignored me anyway? <laughs> no, <it> did. <laughs> Send your ass out. <laughs> is that it for the social spotlight before I continue on about my rant? Sure. Okay. Well, let's go on. Go ahead, sir. This is your moment. Ah, the passion of tea. Who? Hello, welcome to the podcast. <laughs> Today we're going to be talking about putting down D gun. That's what that's it. I love it. You know, put them down and just whip that hoe with them hands, you know? We don't need no gun violence in here. Don't shoot nobody. It's wrong with the generation now. They don't know how to take an ass whooping. Thank you. Thank you. They don't know how to take no ass whooping. They don't. Not at all. Don't know. That's because they parents. And whooping the ass. Yeah. That's where you learn how to take ass whooping from your mama. Mm-hmm. But hey. I don't know. I feel bad for the generation before this and the generation before us. Because it's like now we have to have some type of protection. We have to carry a gun because of these, this new generation carrying them and just throwing, like, shooting willy-nilly. It's like, okay, well, you can't put that shit down. I got to I gotta stay strapped now. I don't know. I, 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 mm. Go ahead with the question. I got so many concerns about this topic. Okay. Do you all think gun violence is a serious problem in America? Of course. Yes, most definitely. Of course, definitely. You, you going to ask me why? Yes, I was. Oh, okay. Go ahead and ask me. <laughs> why? <laughs> Would you like to take it on, Blue, first? You go ahead. Okay. So, I think it's a serious problem because every time you turn around, somebody getting killed. Every time you turn around, it don't matter. Like my mom used to tell me, a uh, bullet don't have a name. It 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 it's gonna hit anybody, and it's fucked up because young kids are getting killed, babies, toddlers, older, like elderly, like everybody's getting shot every time you turn around. It don't matter if they wasn't even shooting at that person. It's just a simple fact that. The, I just feel like guns don't need to be in society or America, just period. I I have a problem with guns, but yes, it's a, it's a horrible situation. I just feel like America should have uh, should have been uh, done with fucking guns. Ooh, excuse me, I burped. I agree. It's a really rampant issue, and 2021 was probably one of the worst years mm-hmm. ever in American history for gun violence. And... Um, yeah, and it's so easy to obtain a gun, and it's so easy to get as many guns as you want and carry out, you know, these massive acts of destruction. And, yeah, it's most definitely a problem. Definitely. Okay, do you all believe limit, limiting access to a firearm will reduce gun violence? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Definitely. Put some fucking restraints on that shit. Like, 
it's so easy for a fucking teenager to get a gun off the street so goddamn quick. And you don't know how many bodies on that motherfucker. You just want it just because. It's so easy. It is just like... I wish, like, America would not make it so fucking easy for it. And now, what is that law to, like, you could carry it now, don't matter where you are, you could just have that motherfucker on you? I don't think they passed it. Yeah. I know they've been pa- they passed it. You, yep, you don't have need, they? like, a permit to carry it anymore. Like, you could just get that motherfucker. See, that shit just crazy. Like, you don't know what type of mental state some of these motherfuckers have with a gun. Like... And you and you making it okay? Nah, hell nah. Limitate that shit. Mm-hmm. Put that shit in bars. Mm-hmm. Okay. Okay. <laughs> okay. What do you all think the main cause of gun violence is? Number one, probably access to it. Number two, it's a variety of factors mm-hmm. that can contribute to it. Um, one of them probably mental health. Yeah. Um. <coughs> um. What was the question? Again? I'm sorry. I gotta prepare myself for this one. What do you think the main cause of gun violence is? Um. Motherfuckers don't want to use their fists. They just want to shoot. I mean that that's what I think it is. Some I mean, for example, you get in a fight. Instead of you getting in a fight with somebody, it's just like, all right, I'll add this bitch out quickly before I can put my hands on you. I'll take your life quicker than me putting my hands on you. So let me shoot you instead. I don't I I mean that's some of the mindset that some people do have about that. So I feel like that might be one of them. I mean, like Blue said, mental health. Right. Some motherfuckers just, you know, ain't want to just want to shoot people just because today's what? Sunday. Right. Like it's it's a, it's hard to pinpoint what is the cause of gun violence, but like some people see it as a like a solution of some kind to whatever mm-hmm. problem they have. What do you think? Mhm. <laughs> <laughs> Damn, you just don't know. Okay. They really just thought about gun violence like that. It, it. I mean, if I didn't really get into gun violence until like it that you. until yeah, until yeah. it affected me, and it was just like, okay, well, what the you know, what was your reasoning? Right. Like, what was your point of doing the shit that you did? And you know, some people, some people have a logic reason, which I don't think is logic. Like, you know, if it's self-defense, I, I mean, I can't get mad if it's self-defense because if you defending yourself, that's, and right. that's a mm-hmm. different thing. Right. But if you just out here and you just like, yeah, yeah you shooting because you want to, I mean, no, I, I don't support that shit at all. Mm-hmm. Self-defense, I'm going to support it to the fullest. Like, if it's some form of domestic violence case and it got to the point where you had to do it, shit. <laughs> I'm with you, my sister and my brother. Shit, do what you had to do because you was in a predicament where you almost lost your life. Mm-hmm. So it's just like, shit, either I lose mine or you lose yours. So, yeah. How do you believe gun violence is affecting our community as of today? It's affecting more of the African Americans than, like, the Hispanics and, like, the Caucasians because 
again, you can get it off the street. And then a lot of us... So the white black, man can get it off the street, too. I mean, he can, but, I mean, black people, it just seems like black people are able to get it. <laughs> I, I'm trying to say it without saying I'm not trying to say, yes, a white person can get it off the street, just like a Mexican, just like mm-hmm. a black person. Mm-hmm. But a, a African-American gonna get it go get it quicker wow. it's more or rampant efficient. in our community yeah <clears throat> but you saw it basically you're saying it's more it's more accessible in um oh what is the word jesus hey a nestif an african-american community is more accessible to get a gun than our caucasian community yes because like. african some african-american men feel like mm-hmm. it's, a, it's a necessity mm-hmm. like it's it's if with the with the gun they hard like mm. with a gun they that nigga like mm. I could walk around this bitch I could you know show this motherfucker off like it's a necessity mm. to do it. versus a white man a white man can get it because he trying to protect their family well, or sport. well on the flip side white people like to collect guns because yeah, they want to collect guns like, like yeah. they go to academy and just buy that motherfucker like it's pack of gum so it's like I mean let me buy this because I want it what a what wait it's a sport. Like yeah, they like to collect guns. People collect are guns. gun collectors. Like people have one like shooting range yeah. and like hunting. Multiple like guns. Yeah. yeah. Okay. okay. And some of them just collect guns because they want to collect yeah. guns. Yeah. Right. See or Hispanic. Mm. I can't really touch on the Hispanics because I mean, I have just really seen a Hispanic with a gun. But I have seen them with guns. I mean, it'll probably be for, to protect their right. family. But right. again, you gotta shit black people. They got it just because, like, I'm that nigga. Like, I can pull this motherfucker out in the club and air this bitch out because the bitch want to do this and that. Like, I mean, that's just the mentality yeah. of a black person. I, I don't know why, but... Yeah, but um, gun violence in the community can perpetuate cycles of poverty and structural disadvantage and mm-hmm. health inequity that's already mm-hmm. here in the community. So it's just an ongoing cycle that it adds to. I got a question. How y'all feel about parents leaving like guns around and they have children absolutely Hell not nah, like that absolutely up. not when you're not home have that shit locked up put away somewhere she you would probably have to dig for to get to yeah how many stories have we heard about two-year-olds finding a gun Guns. somehow mm-hmm. and accidentally shooting, shooting themselves. themselves or shit that one that one that with, one. That, with the kids shot the mama in the back and of the head and she was on a zoom call and they oh, seen yeah. the whole thing and i'm just i was just about to say that get out my head like i just feel like you need to put it up like put it somewhere up and safe but then some of these kids like it i mean i'm not even talking about toddlers now i'm talking about older kids some kids like digging. So they'll dig up in the closet and shit, but you gotta put that shit where in a safe. Yeah, yeah you need yeah. to put where that Where it's supposed shit to be up. it's supposed to be behind behind two locks. It's supposed to be behind two locks. I mm-hmm. never knew that. Yeah. Okay. That's so. like if like it's supposed to be behind two locks. That's like most people have it in a safe or something like that. Like when like when it's like um I work in the prison, like I could have had my gun on the yard with me mm-hmm. in my car. But my car would have to be locked, and then we have to be in my glove compartment locked. That's two locks. Oh, okay. Yeah. So if it's at home, it'll be locked behind something. Locked behind, like in, in the, the safe, safe, and then, then the door behind the door. Okay. Then that's yeah. Okay. That's... Or we we'll, we'll see the home might be different too, because it might be the safe be locked, and then your front door be locked. Cause that kind of, to me that's considered behind two locks. Yeah. Cause who will lock? Who the fuck will lock that closet door? That's random to lock a closet yeah, door. I don't think closet come with locks. 
But shit, lock the safe, lock the closet door, and lock your room. Shit, that's secured right there. Hmm. Now yeah, I go up now because I got the key to the CD, bitch. <laughs> um, if guns was banned, how would you? How do you think the world would be affected? Ah, uh, I wish that would happen. I mean, if guns were banned, I mean, I feel like it'll be less. It'll be like. It'll be less killing, but I feel like anybody could find a way to kill somebody. Mm-hmm. So it's just like, it'll be less, but it seems like, you know, it'll be more dangerous ways to kill somebody. Yeah, people will find other ways to do it if they really want to do it. Yeah, because it's like the gun is always that go-to <clears throat> object. To kill somebody, but it's just like okay. Now, well, you, got, now you gotta get creative. Yeah, like mm-hmm. you like gotta get, get real fucking creative, like acid or something, the needles. Put like little cuts in your hand. <sighs> Burn the house down while somebody sleep. I mean, I ain't creative, but shit. I mean, yeah, that's some easy shit. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Just think of some creative just shit. Top to the bed, you know. Let you get to bed, then burn the house. This is some creative shit you've been thinking. Would you? you, you... <laughs> so, hold on. Let me ask the question. Is this some 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 planned thoughts you didn't had before? <laughs> Have you thought about killing somebody's thing? <laughs> Wait a minute. <laughs> you got you got real creative. You like mm, a good ain't gonna cut it. How about I do a? Please the fifth. Well, I feel like if guns was ever banned, the world would go into total chaos. It would because so much is evolved around guns being protected by something. Yep. Yep. I agree with that. And I think war would be, I think wars would be different too. Hey, use your motherfucking fingers. Well, they do like the little mallets with like some little nails in them. (laughs) And wolves. Bitch, what? Wait, what you saying? Like, hey, you know what the mallet is? Like the big ass mallet. Just think like some nails, some nails coming out of the side of them. Mm. Yeah, Just whack a motherfucker with it. Ooh, Jesus. Mm. <laughs> that sounds horrible. <laughs> God Girl, damn. You see that war move with them, with them hammers? <laughs> <laughs> you fucking sick, <laughs> me. Oh my god. What's the next question, sir? Oh, what are you doing? How do people commit to gun crimes actually get access to their guns? How do who? How do people who commit gun crimes okay. get access to them? The streets? Because you just. A crackhead? Crackhead. Let me tell you something. Crackheads have all the accessible ways to get you what you want for a crack, rock, rock, crack, rock, that thing right there. I'm telling you. Like, you asking for a TV, that motherfucker gonna find a TV. You asking for a PlayStation, it might not be the right one. No. <laughs> <laughs> they gonna get you a fucking PlayStation. So you believe. Some people go out here and go to a crackhead and be like, hey, y'all know somebody got some guns to sell? Yep. I'm a firm believer for the pawn shop. 
<laughs> I'm being serious. <laughs> Blue, what did you believe? Um, I'm really not sure. I know you can obtain it through some, you know, illegal means or like black mm-hmm. market means, but um. So this statistic said 43% of criminals have bought their firearms on the black market, 6% acquired them via theft, and 10% made a retail purchase. 0.8% obtained them from a gun show. Um, In 11% of cases, the criminal had someone else buy a gun for them, or while an additional 15% got guns from a friend or a relative. Some 12% of weapons found on a crime scene have been brought there by someone else. So, I mean, I guess it all just depends, depends on the scenario. Yeah, on the scenario. Fuck, I ain't gonna find none done. Just bad your fucking scope. <laughs> it's them finding shit on the, on the black market. Girl, you're gonna lost up on the black market. Mm-hmm. I ain't never been to the black market. I'm scared because they Oregon's said they can search your, feet, your IP. IP address? Yeah. They Everybody you alone. I'm so sorry. What do what? You really can? You know, they sell body parts on there. That's scary. Why would you tell me that? That's crazy. Who don't know that? Me. I don't know about the black web. How you know about it? Because I listen. <laughs> <laughs> it's like I'm just on the black web shopping and shit. Yeah. <laughs> like, what am I going to buy today? To yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I got a membership on there. <laughs> membership. <laughs> <laughs> not going to mess with you for the free. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Jesus. I made a TikTok about that last night. Oh, my God. About the black whale? No, about, oh. um, I'm not going to mess with you for the free. Oh, ooh. But don't worry about it. Yeah. Okay, so let's get on the topic of mass shootings. Mm. Father God. How, what do y'all feel is the main cause or could be a main cause of a mass shooting mental health yeah like so when i think of mass shootings Mm -hmm. i think of school shootings i Mm -hmm. you know i always question like what is the what is the motive of somebody going into the school and shooting that bitch up? So are you talking about like a random person going to school or are you talking about like a student and being in school that shooting? Either well, way. let me go. Yeah, either way. First, okay. I want to get to the student. Like, okay. what makes it so bad for you to go up in there and kill, take everybody's lives? Like, what, who or what? Because I was watching a TikTok and they be, I know, TikTok. TikTok soothes your soul, according to the snack. But I was watching the TikTok, and it'd be like when your friends with the school shooter, and he was like, "Go in the closet," and he was like, well, "Why I gotta go in the closet?" He said, "Go in the closet." He was like, "Hey, Mr. Mike," and he started shooting that bitch up, and I'm like, "Well, what made you want to do that? Like, what? Like, I just want to know if y'all, in y'all personal, mm-hmm. like opinion, mm-hmm. what?" would be the cause of a school shooting from a student. To protect herself. If I'm getting bullied all day, every day, and I turn to the adults who's supposed to be protecting me, and they doing it and I'm still getting bullied, now, I'm, now, I'm ha- now I have to, I have to take to protect myself. And it's whatever the parents taught them how to protect themselves, or how they like, if they see their dad, like he has a gun. My dad used the gun to protect himself. Yeah. So I'm gonna bring the gun with me to school to protect myself. Not they probably not meaning to shoot the school up, but the gun is to protect them. I mean, I, I get that. Don't get me wrong. Like I get it. Like you mm-hmm. gonna bring the gun mm-hmm. just to protect yourself, right. but why shoot and kill it? Right. 
That that that's my question. Like, right? I mean, I get you have that mentality. Like, man, nobody's protecting me. Right, right. Like, I'm gonna snap, but, but at the same the, the time, the probably is not too private to kill everybody. Right. It's probably like in that mode. But right now I'm in that mode. I'm just protecting. Like I'm protecting. I'm not thinking about oh, let me not shoot Jimmy Jimmy Blossom over there or Tiny Tim in the backyard. Yeah. All right now I'm just in mode of protecting myself. So it's just so like just you like, in that mode. So it's just like you kind of really don't right, care right now. Right. But until, then the, until the dial down, you like, damn. Look what you did. Right. Now you got to face jail time. But then do? there are some people who are genuinely screwed up in the head and yeah. will not regret it True. at all. Like yeah. many of these kids do not care. They don't give a fuck. They don't care True. about they human probably, life. No problem wrong with that. They just want to look mm-hmm. Like, no. Like, and most, it's randoms. It's not the people who bully them. It's random kids they be shooting up who had nothing to do with their um. She's going to kill little Kimmy today. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Just be sitting in class and be like, bop. Yeah, like, whoop, I think it's time. And you're like, well, what the fuck? Just watching, like, well, what the fuck you pulling out of your backpack, Jimmy? Don't worry about it. Crop, crop, crop. Like, nigga, what? There's a boy in Michigan. It was like a recent school shooting. And he was caught looking up ammunition on his phone the day before school shooting. He got sent to the office. And, like, they told his mom, like, look, your son is looking up ammunition in Mm -hmm. class. And they were texting back and forth. And she was like, okay, so she said, are you looking up bullets at school? And he was like, oh, yeah, I already went to the office. I already looked. I just wanted to look up something completely harmless. And she said, did you at least show them a picture of your new gun? And he said, no, I didn't show them a pic of it. But the next day, he goes and shoots up to school. Well, he kills four people. And now they're charging the parents with, um, I think, involuntary manslaughter for what he did. Because they're talking about, we didn't know he was planning an attack. But, like... Come on. How old is he? He's like 15, I think. I was like, cause I just heard them say, you showed them a picture of your new gun. How old is you to have a new gun? <laughs> See, that's the problem. Got an old gun. See, that's the problem. <laughs> and you just said that shit, it be the parents, bro. Like, why would, what I look like giving my 15 year old son a gun and be like, the water gun, bro. There you go, Timmy. You can bring it to school. What the fuck was that? Oh, like, what? It, it, I, I blame the parents for half of this shit. And they need to go to jail. They need to. Because you gave your son a gun for him to go to school. And now he done killed four people. And now look, your poor innocent Timmy Tim Tim is about to be somebody's bitchy bitch in fucking jail. <laughs> I'm so serious. He's going to be XE executed. Hey, thank you. And guess what? You hoes are going to jelly jail. Your husband's going to be someone's whore. And bitch, you're going to oh be God. someone's stud muffin. So, bitch, you got to... Guess what? You dumbass bitch. Holy shit. Oh, y'all going to jail. Like, the fuck? Wow. I just think that shit is crazy. Wow. Oh, wow. Like... Wow. Have okay. Mm-hmm. Random question. Has Beaumont had a mass shooting at a school? I... No, not at a school. No, we didn't have probably instant people probably try saying they're bringing a gun. Mm-hmm. I've been to school. I know people have had guns on campus. Same. Mm-hmm. I was at campus one good day. You could see the student run down the hallway. They closed. They locked the door. Told cut the lights off, and we had to sit there. He ran out of D-Hall and ran out the street. We was in class, going to class, and they was walking around with them motherfucking and they pants. I'm just like, damn, nigga. Oh, gun on you. I know, so I'm okay, because 
Like, I'm gonna stay away from you. <laughs> All righty, my boy. I think Ozan was just the trenches at this point. <laughs> it was. <laughs> Did Westbrook have these problems? Yeah, people brought guns to school a couple times. Yeah. Westbrook had probably a lot of problems. Mm. I wonder if Central had these problems. Shit, that's why I was talking about Central. No. <laughs> I didn't know. I'm thinking you talking about Ozan. Yeah, Central was deep in the trenches, so. Hey. <laughs> about that life, though. We're gonna fuck with us. <laughs> Do y'all believe school shootings are becoming more common yes, in this day and age? Yes. Definitely. Most definitely. It's just like I ain't gonna say it's a pattern. But it's just like monkey see, monkey do at this point. That's what mm-hmm. this type of generation is. They monkey see, they monkey do. Right. They see one person do it, they be like, oh, oh I want to do it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. A lot of people envy, like, you know, like the Columbine shooters. Like, they they envy them, and they want to do the same thing and copycat as other school shooters. So they're like, man, I'm going to do that, too, and I'm going to go out in a blaze of glory or whatever the fuck you want to do. Mm-hmm. We'll talk about it. And then they do try to do the same thing. Yeah. Like copycat. Monkey see, monkey do. Dumbasses. I think that's weird. But I mean. Dumbasses. Yeah. And it be the ones that just do crash dummy shit. Like, I don't know. I feel like. This is a kid that ain't scared of their parents. If you get that ass whooping home, you ain't about to bring that gun to school. Thank you. I've been a bitch. I'm scared as hell. I'm going to go do the machine walking. Shit. My gun gone. Well, to school. Well, my, my gun ain't at the house. Man, that motherfucker shaking. <laughs> shaking like a stripper. Mm. <laughs> Shit. Like, my mama know what you're talking about. <laughs> you know what the fuck I'm talking about. You know, hands that motherfucker. all locking everything. They shut the whole school down. Wait, he's got a gun. Jimmy's got a gun. Da, 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 da. That's a song. You didn't know that? No. Oh. <laughs> I forgot what I was watching. That's a song. But, uh... I don't know. That's this new generation because what was that incident when all them kids went to Ozan and had them guns and they had to shut the school down? Remember that day I was panicking? Yeah. It was so many stories circulating that, but what actually happened was... Talking those, about some kids that ran on campus? They they were on campus. The ninth graders. Yeah, and they had... And all, every single one of them had a fucking gun. Every single fucking one Shame. of them. No, I don't. They it was multiple people saying that one shot somebody or something, but that was a lie. They were just walking around that hole, and they was like everybody in class, and they on the breezeway just walking. One of them had to freely walk with the gun in their hand. (laughs) Like, damn you, bold. I'm asking, I'm asking my poor nephew, like you know what's going on? No, the head. I ain't even telling them. He on the other side of the campus. I said, well, baby, you just probably don't need to know nothing at this point. <laughs> what do y'all believe schools can do to prevent school shootings? Put metal detectors in the school. I got them now. Well, I mean, ain't shit been happening. I mean, you could prevent a gun, but I can't say much for a knife. Can you, can they detect the knife? Yeah, metal. Shit. God damn. <laughs> there you go. I don't know why that's kidding. 
I mean, put metal detectors actually have security. Let's go check their ass. Have security. Let's go do something. Thank you. And not security. Just be walk around, but like, hey, get your ass to class, and then exactly. when some shit pop off, mm-hmm. with that same security that told my ass to get to class. <laughs> That's fucking point. Like, they the security don't do their jobs at the school. That's the crazy part too. They don't do their motherfucking job at all. I mean, I guess I mean there's only so much a school can do though. Yeah. Like it's a it's a societal issue instead of you know the school's responsibility of trying to prevent. I mean it can help trying to prevent school shootings, but like you're not, it's not gonna be a hundred percent success rate right. as long as it's you know culture is still going on in um, the country. Yeah. What the fuck is your problem? You got fucking issues. (laughs) (laughs) I had a question too and you threw me the fuck off. Damn. I'm going to hit you in the hip here. No, because I'm going to get more (laughs) pissed off over here. Put a in memory. No, bitch. How y'all feel about people shooting up restaurants? Just sitting there one day eating, and all of a sudden, pow, right. pow. Like, you crazy for real. Yeah. Maybe because I watch news, I ain't never heard nobody shooting up a restaurant. Okay. Uh, remember when we was doing the conspiracy episodes, and I did one. McDonald's. That McDonald's one, that man went up in there, and he killed everybody. Oh, my God. But he like, had PTSD. Yeah, he had PTSD out From the ass. military. And he told his wife, he was like, yep, this is my last day here. I'm about to, you know, I'm about to go to McDonald's and shoot that bitch up and <laughs> thinking he crazy. Oh, okay. And he did. He killed about 50-something people. And he left, like, he left the, he, he like a up. couple of them injured. He killed the infant. He killed. He the no, it was that little, it was the little boy. Which one? The one he shot, like, 12 times in the face. Oh, he was fucking him up. It was some kids that drove up to McDonald's trying to get an ice cream, and somebody told him, "Don't go, don't go." Shit, he heard the he heard them and seen them. He started shooting them. Pow, pow, pow! Only one survived. He shot one of them on the bike. He shot him twelve times. Twelve, like he. The war. McDonald's massacre. Yep, the McDonald's massacre. I forgot it's the say Yidro. Or something like that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. He he fucked them people up. And then he started dancing on the tables and shit. Singing music and shooting too. Eventually the cops got there and killed them. But yeah. Because he had a PTSD episode. Mm-hmm. Yep. Something about the war. And he was calling them swines. And he said he was going to kill them. And he. That's what he did. Right. That's I said, damn. That, but that's all the. Restaurant, I just really heard about somebody shooting yeah. that bitch up. All the back on Chick fil A and shoot that hole up. Give me some mouth sauce. Out of all the places to go shoot up, what did you say? Chick fil A. Why Chick fil A? They just always too damn happy. So, <laughs> I'm gonna leave you alone. What the fuck you happy for? Is you out here in the rain and you happy? You smiling? It's a facade. You about to shoot this bitch up, huh? (laughs) That's what it is. Let me pull off from the drive through because bitch, you about to blow this bitch up. Because you smiling. They smiling, tears coming down their eyes. Thank you for being here. (laughs) Ma'am, you good? Yes, I am good. Okay. 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 
<laughs> what y'all feel about uh i know this is a long time ago but how did y'all feel about that uh mass shooting that happened uh in that um that movie theater it was it was a lot of them it was like it, it was like rapid too like like i think months apart Mm-hmm, but it was that one big one. I forget, they was watching the movie, and he just got up and started Start shooting. Unloading. Yeah. Didn't they have one at a concert, too? Mm-hmm. At a concert, at a church. Oh, I think that one was just so horrible. The one at the church. Didn't he just walk in the black church and started shooting, shooting. everybody? Mm-hmm. <sighs> that one was sickening. What was his reasoning? Did anybody know? I don't know. I thought it was a long time ago. Wait, wait, which one? The church. The, it was a uh, Caucasian man. He just walked in the black church and started shooting. Because he was racist. He was white supremacist. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Sorry, I'm not, but I'm not being racist. But it, it, 90% of mass shootings is from a Caucasian man. Yeah, because black body is shooting itself. Yeah, that part. So you know, hey. That's why I, it, was, it was a white band when you asked that question. Yeah, kind of. Obviously. You no, know, Tim going to shoot everybody else. But Marcus and Malik about to shoot each other from behind me. <laughs> I, I have questions about that one, too. This Marcus man, and Malik. This man that y'all were talking about in the McDonald's shooting, he told his wife directly, I'm going hunting for humans. And she didn't do a damn thing. <laughs> Thank you. Are you Thank for you. real? <laughs> like, you. I'm, I'm a I forgot what she said. I forgot that point. I forgot that I point. She was like, honey, where are you going? I'm making dinner. He said, hunting for humans. <laughs> Kissed his daughter goodbye and said, I won't be back and left. Yup. What the fuck? And he went to McDonald's and <laughs> set it the fuck off. There was no Happy Meals that day. Oh, shit. Oh, my God. <laughs> oh, my sad God. Meals. He was bodying all the people. Number, it was a couple that Number survived. sad meals. Man. You know, Happy Meals? Whoops, sir. No. Sad meal day. I want to throw chips at you. Shut up. Anniversary of McDonald's massacre. Oh my god. So our happy meals are sad meals. <laughs> oh my god. Yeah, he he went crazy that day. He he lost his fucking mind for real, for real. Mm-mm-mm. And he was in the military, huh? <laughs> Blue said, "Now she he told his wife no for- directly. I'm going hunting, <laughs> hunting for humans <laughs> calmly." <laughs> holding a gun across his shoulder and walking, carrying a box of ammunition and a bundle wrapped in a checkered blanket. He glanced towards his daughter as he walked toward the front door of the family home and said, goodbye, I won't be back. <sighs> what the fuck? I wonder, she, was, I wonder, she probably was like, he be back. He said it every day. Oh my <laughs> God. You got, oh. It's probably like some normal stuff for her. I just believe like for him, for her not to react, it's probably something he would always probably say. It had to be. And then I guess this time she probably was like, I should look, I should look to come see this. <laughs> but like, I if your sh- husband sh- walking sh- out sh- with a gun and ammunition ready for war, wearing camo, what, what you think he gonna do? Well, maybe he do that all the time. Uh, maybe he's not. Yeah, he don't ever probably do nothing. Too many times for me. <laughs> the oh, first man. time I'm calling every time. Yeah, she's probably <laughs> My like, husband is fucking crazy. <laughs> 
Right and she like, was laying in the bed. Him. His wife lay relaxed on the bed. He leaned towards Edna and said, I want to kiss you goodbye. Edna kissed her husband, then asked him where he was going, stating her intention to soon prepare the family dinner. He calmly replied he was going hunting, dot, 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 hunting for humans. And you said, okay, babe. She was probably like, you know, okay, I have dinner ready to get back. All okay, right, sugar bean. <laughs> and then she probably had dinner ready. He's not back. <laughs> Something's not right. He always come back. <laughs> well, bitch, he ain't came nah, back. This time, he really went hunt for humans. For real, some, for real. Some set the last off this time. Oh, my God. Some brought that memory back, and he went for <laughs> war. <laughs> but my thing is, you, out of all the restaurants, you go to McDonald's. Well, he probably, see, okay, so I'm going to try to get a scenario. He probably that. went to McDonald's to get them something to eat. And something in there triggers him. According to that, from when I read it, he just walked in there and started shooting motherfuckers. Nah. It was no questions asked. Something probably he didn't triggered want no him. Meal. Something nah. triggered him. He, he walked. Straight. He was in line. I'm reading it. He See, walked straight in. It. He started. He shot the. He tried to shoot a 16 year old employee, but his gun didn't go off. The jam. And so people were like, "Is he joking or something like that?" And so they turned around and he started shooting for real. Once he got his gun fixed. And he said they dumb too. He referred the fuck to up? he referred to everybody in the restaurant as dirty swine, so, Vietnam. See, so he had some some triggered him. In McDonald's, something, he, drove, he something got triggered. triggered at home and decided to drive to McDonald's. To something do triggered it. him. So something triggered you to go to McDonald's and go off. It was, was it's, it the clown? It's not, it's not Mc, it's not the McDonald's. It's something it triggered. It's something triggered to, in his mind to bring him back spices. to that time. Oh my God. So it could have been like a car wreck. The nuggets. And hearing bam, you know, hearing the loud noise. No, hearing the loud noise well. probably reminded him like of a bomb or something. Well, okay, and is it the PTSD because yeah. the goddamn ice cream machine don't work? Because oh, McDonald's, McDonald's always. This has nothing to do with McDonald's. He chose McDonald's and he wanted to go there. He went to the zoo with his wife and his family earlier that morning. And he said he said that society had their chance. After eating lunch at a different McDonald's in Claremont, neighborhood of San Diego, the family returned home. And that's when he started getting it poppy. He started gathering everything, kissed his wife. So he got triggered at the other McDonald's. I would have shot the zoo up. Why the zoo? What the animals did. I don't know. The zoo. The animals. So three days before, he told his wife that he suspected he had a mental problem. You think? (laughs) Two days later, on the morning of July 17th, he called a San Diego mental health clinic requesting an appointment. Leaving his contact details with the receptionist, he, he was assured that the clinic would return his call within a few hours. According to his wife, he sat beside the phone for several hours waiting for the return call before abruptly walking out of the family home and riding to an unknown destination on his motorcycle. Mm-hmm. Unbeknownst to him, the receptionist has misspelled his name. His polite demeanor conveyed no sense of urgency to the operator, and he had elaborated in the phone call that he had never been hospitalized for mental health issues. Therefore, the call had been logged as a non-crisis inquiry to be handled within 48 hours. Who? The hospital. I would have shot them up. Oh, my God. One hour later, he returned home in a contented mood. After eating dinner, his wife and their two daughters cycled to a nearby park. Later that evening, he and Edna watched the film together on television. The next day, they went to the zoo, ate at McDonald's. And then 
after they got home, shortly after they got home, it was he, all a go. Yeah, it was all a go. He changed into a maroon t-shirt oh, and green he, camouflage oh, he was flats. Ready. While his wife was laying on the bed, just watching. He went across some grass. He went across some grass, man. He said, his wife's like, baby, what you doing? I want to kiss you goodbye. Kissed her husband. Asked him, where you going? <laughs> Stating her intention to make, you know, family dinner. He said, I'm going hunting. Hunting for humans. Told his daughter, bye, baby. I won't be back. Drove to San Isidro Boulevard. He, first, he drove toward a Big Bear supermarket and then towards a U.S. post office branch before finally entering the parking lot of a McDonald's restaurant. So, again, I say, we shoot up McDonald's, but we don't shoot up the, the hospital that fucked your name up. Hey. Or the zoo. What the animal did? A lot. Shit. Sorry. So they kept your ass in the fucking cage. No. You going McDonald's, goddammit. Let's talk about backfire. It's not about McDonald's, but goddammit, I would have shot up the goddamn. You know, I wouldn't have shot up nothing, but, you know. The hospital. They fucked up people. my name, huh? I was strangled some people. I don't think I would shoot nobody. There's something about that. So that connection. This kind of off topic, but I got a question. <laughs> I don't know how to ask this question. So I don't know how to ask this question without y'all saying the fuck, Jalen. But I'm gonna ask it. If you were like in a scary movie, how would you prefer to be killed? Strangled, knifed, <laughs> shot, mm. uh, buried alive, drowning. Wait, hold on. <laughs> Why is this relating to you know, the man who shot me down? Oh my god. I thought you guys a totally different question. <laughs> what you about to say? Have we ever thought about committing a murder or some shit? Like, could we talk about murders or something? But you talk about us getting murdered. <laughs> oh, well. <laughs> Look, put me out my misery in advance, goddammit. Like, don't shoot me, but, you know, don't stab me either. I'm scared of water. <laughs> I'm claustrophobic. I don't even know. <laughs> So you, so you I'm know just fucking. I'm fucking the way. Shit! Oh, here we go. Give me a pill. A I pill? could die by sleep. I don't like pain. I don't like water being in my nostrils and shit. Okay. And let me tell you something. Get buried. Let me, <laughs> I don't know, but that is a fear in my heart to one day get, get buried, buried alive, alive. Mm-hmm. and be in the ground hollering for my life. I don't know why that's so fear. But how can you get out of some shit like that? You're getting buried alive? Yeah. What the fuck you mean? Who, bitch? My heart beats. You nervous? Yes. <laughs> I don't know. Like, is there, it's like, what is your, like, what is like a fear of yours? Like, that is a dangerous fear of mine. Like, I'm, I'm scared of heights. I'm scared of drowning, but getting buried alive. Oh, like, bitch, my heart. Like, I feel like I'm hiving up. Like, I want to scratch myself. That's a phobia. (laughs) I don't know. Like, that that sounds so scary to be, like, the worms and the roaches. So, wait, you're not getting put in a cask. You're going to get in a hole with some dirt. 
Yeah. You might get out of there. How? Dig. If it's just dirt, you can dig. Just like you go in the yard and you can dig in the dirt. Bitch, what if the dirt get in your lungs? Close your mouth and go. Go for what the fuck you know. What if you can't see? Oh, bitch, you just got to... <laughs> You got all these questions, but I'm trying to help you get out alive. <laughs> what about you? <laughs> I don't. I don't. That's what I'm saying. I don't know. I'm not. I wasn't. I was not entertaining that question. I was not <laughs> listening. I don't know. Because as soon as you say, "How would y'all want to die?" I don't want to die. Okay. Well, what's my next question is what? Like, what is the way? Like, what is your? Uh, like I. The worst way I would want to die? Yes, there we go. That's what I was trying to say. Probably buried alive and being burnt alive. Mm. Because when you burn alive, like, you know, like your eyeballs melt before Mm. you die. I didn't know that. Why wouldn't he? I don't know. I'd never seen nobody be burnt alive. So I don't know. Look, I asked a lot of things I didn't study. I I can tell. tell. (laughs) It's cool. Mm. Eating alive is probably my fear. About uh, and just anything. Oh, mm-hmm. person. Do they really have cannibal people these days? Yeah. You look like one. Hey. <laughs> you look like you one of them people. That that ain't the hills have eyes actually. To, I just want to one time. What? No, somebody went to jail for that long time ago. Yeah, I know. That's weird. That's a phobia, though. I can't get buried alive. Like, that shit will have me paranoid and drowning. That's why I can't go in deep water. Because I feel right. like if, like, say we on a boat or some shit, I'm not going damn to get on that boat. Right. I'm going to let you have that. Like, I'm going to be on the sidelines. I, I can't get on the yacht. If I'm on the yacht, I'm going to be in the inside. Because I'm scared that if I'm outside, I'm going too far and I'm going to drown. Okay, you're on the inside. Well, the fucking boat starts sinking. That's why I don't want to be on the yacht. I, I can't do nothing boat related because, nope, mm-mm. can't do it. Mm-hmm. Oh my God, I'd rather get electrocuted. I think that'd be like the easiest way to die. What? Get electrocuted. Having electricity in your body? Yeah. No, I'd rather die in my sleep. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. This what? man is a straight monster. I'm sorry. This you reading it? I'm reading everything. Mm-hmm. Jesus Christ. <clears throat> Several survivors later reported observing him walk towards the service counter and adjust the portable radio, possibly to search for news reports of his shooting spree before selecting a music station yep. and further shooting individuals as he danced to the music. Mm-hmm. Shortly thereafter, mm-hmm. he searched the kitchen area, discovering six employees and shouting, mm-hmm. Oh, there's more. You're trying to hide from me. Oh, my God. <laughs> Yeah, he, he had a Uzi and a shotgun. Yes. Oh my gosh, he was. I've oh, never heard of this before. Hide from me. That's some Stephen F. King type shit. Mm, mm, mm. Oh my god. You ever thought god. about committing a murder? Have I ever thought about committing a murder? Yeah. No, I'm admit to that. Yeah. They might as well take me to jail. If you're listening, I mean, FBI. I, f- I feel like most of us think about it, but the important thing is that we don't act, act on, on it. Act on it. I can't say for much of acting on it. I've attempted. Oh, my God. (laughs) Yeah. I might have made their stomach fucked up a little bit, but, you know. Hey. What? (laughs) Serial killer tendencies over here. Hey. (laughs) I'm in the catalog. If you had a favorite serial killer, who would it be? Ooh. Jigsaw. 
Jigsaw. Cause I, I, From Saw. Cause I'm, I'm, I'm creative. I feel he scares me. And I just love like each one of his movies and each one of the rooms are designed so different. And mm. and, all, and like I, I love every every Jigsaw movie. I love. Mm. I can partner up with him. The Jigsaw. Hell yeah, I'm a partner up with him. Shit, I can fuck with you because he got that pig and. The mother things, we'll be that fucking, pig is We'll scary. be fucking some people up. Let me partner with Jigsaw. My favorite serial killer, I ain't even gonna lie to you. It's a nigga that always think they think he dead, but he ain't never die. Checking. Michael Myers. Oh. <laughs> Michael Myers a star called killer. You don't even know. <laughs> yeah. That motherfucker, you kill him. You think you kill him. That motherfucker rise up real fucking quick like, oh, I ain't done. Yeah. That's one of that I can fuck with him. I mean Chucky cool, but he ain't fucking with Michael. At all. What about you? I don't have one. Really? Mm-mm. I can't fuck with Freddy. Cougar. Little knobs. <laughs> little knobs. You got these little old knobs. <laughs> Justin got this whole big old sword. Is you trying to hide some Freddy? Is you trying to hide some Freddy? But you Freddy? get on somebody fucking nerves. He's like, <laughs> <laughs> that bitch turned around. I wish they wasn't hiding though. But all right, y'all. I guess we're gonna go ahead and get to the emails. Email. Yeah, this topic was a little bit short because. Jay Marie stank and it's just funky in here. Mm-hmm. Bitch, you know. Mm-hmm. Hold on. It's just phone getting here. Let me burp. Bitch, you got me fucked up. It don't stank up and it's hot in here, but it don't stank. It's hot because you here. Bitch, you got me bent. He, he shouted throughout his shooting spree that he had been a veteran of the Vietnam War. He had actually never served in any military branch. Girl, <laughs> I'm dead ass. <laughs> What's the PTSD called? What the f- Bruh. He just, just hard down the same. Oh, my God. Let's get to the emails. Hold on, y'all. All right, y'all. We back. And we about to read the emails. On today, we have 10. But let me tell y'all, every episode, we're going to read five. So, y'all going to have to be okay with that. But y'all keep sending y'all emails because we love y'all. But I'm about to read five random emails. So... Let's begin. Let me see. Let me pick a random one. Let me pick a random one. Let me pick a random one. And boom. So, this one says, love the podcast. Hello. This podcast is really cool. I found you guys on YouTube and I discovered you had... I discovered you guys are in season three on Apple Podcasts. You guys are funny. I love the energy. I need some help. You think you guys can help? So here's my problem. I have a boyfriend who I refer to as Michael. Okay, I guess that's not his name, whatever. Michael has a friend that I'll call Logan. Oh, God. Michael and Logan are both males, and their relationship had always made me very uncomfortable. They're extremely close. They consistently made gay jokes towards one another that were very sexually charged. Whenever Michael lied to me about where he was, Logan was always involved somehow. Logan would laugh at me when Michael and I would argue. Logan has exposed himself to Michael 
This was after Michael and I started dating. Michael constantly talks about Logan and he will always jump to defend Logan before anyone else. He asks Michael to do things before asking me and he seems to be very secretive about what they text each other about. Michael consistently makes up excuses for Logan. We argue about Logan all the time because he makes me uncomfortable. A few months ago, I got fed up and decided to set some boundaries with Michael. I said that I was very uncomfortable with the two of them hanging every single night. And Michael agreed with me and said he he would cut their time together down. I also said I would appreciate if he would just let me know when they would hang out. I wouldn't I never told Michael he had to ask me permission, but a simple hey, Logan and I are grabbing something to eat. Since he would also lie about hanging out with Logan. And yet another fight about Logan. Michael told me that my boundaries are unreasonable and controlling. What do you think? Am I asking for too much? I never once said they could be friends, but I would never make Michael choose between us. I just feel disrespected when my boundaries are repeatedly looked over. Is this justified? Mm. Who wants to tackle that burden? I mean, I feel like you see the red flags, so you got to trust your gut on this one. Thank you. Because you see the red flags and, you know, it's being weird about it. So, I mean. See, they, they, they just, hey, you know. They're friends as friends and friends, you know? Mm-hmm. <sighs> I just say you open his eyes to it. Just let him know, like, how would you feel if you felt disrespected and you felt uncomfortable when my friends was around? Exactly. Mm-hmm. Just make him, make, put himself in your shoes and just see if it go, how, how it goes from there. Yep. And yeah. nothing changed. Girl, they fuck. Yeah. He's <laughs> he's allowing his friend to disrespect you and he's telling you that your boundaries are controlling when you feel uncomfortable mm-hmm. about their relationship and you didn't say anything unreasonable at yeah. all. Right. Like you just wanna know, hey, me and my homeboy's about to go chill. That's that's to me honest, that's good communication. That's good communication. Me and my homeboy about to go chill, about to go play a little hoops, you know, mm-hmm. that's good communication. If you can't tell me nothing that if you think that's on control if you think that's controlling, then sweetheart. Mm-hmm. They fucking. Control that lock and lock yourself outside. They fucking. Jesus. They are. I'm sorry, but if a, if he's so secretive about the homeboy, either he he hiding the fact that you cheating on her or y'all fucking each other. I mean, it makes logical sense to me. Because sometimes the homeboy is always the cheerleader in the background. Ch- uh, ch- hyping up his uh homeboy. Right, yeah. Yeah. Right. Oh, goddamn. Ooh. Wait. Ooh. <laughs> Bitch. <laughs> what you say, hyping it up? And riding. Shit. Why was that <laughs> the snack almost screamed in your face. <laughs> oh, shit. <laughs> but yeah, they, they, they fucking around. But get just, you know, just keep observing. And if all that fell shit dump his ass, they, I mean, the like Blue said, the the flags is there, red flag on the fucking plate. It's in your yeah, face. I shit. feel like you should trust your gut because right. you know you don't want to find out down the line something's been happening all along. Exactly. So I would say, yeah, 
cut talk to him about it and if he's acting weird and if this weird behavior continues then cut it you know real quick cut that shit Cut it out. <laughs> <laughs> Next one says, crazy fuck needs to be locked up. Damn. <laughs> so, guys, I decided that I'm not going to run this for... <laughs> so, guys, I decided I'm not going to run from this situation because I feel like it's not going to get any better. Mm-hmm. It's like this motherfucker is obsessed with me. So, if I'm not mistaken, this was the girl that got kidnapped. Mm. Well, almost got kidnapped. Yeah, almost, yeah. So, she said, actions need to be taken and I'm fed up. Right. Well, just recently, I get a call from a 1-800 number, and when I answered it, it was from my bank. They told me that someone tried to use my card on a purchase and that I need to report as fraud. Well, I never got a call like this before, and I didn't think that anyone is just crazy enough to use my card like that. So I called my bank and it was confirmed that my car was being used to buy some fucking two hundred fifty dollar pairs of sneakers. Damn! They trying to buy him a whole little new wardrobe for you. <laughs> I'm furious at this point, so I'm trying to figure out what the fuck has happened. I looked all in my phone trying to figure it out, and I finally found it. I asked him a while back to send me a picture of my car because I needed it when I left my wallet at the house. I didn't think he would be so damn stupid to use my stuff, but I was wrong. I immediately reported my card and had to get a new one. Now I'm sick of this and I'm ready to meet the bull in his face. How should I approach this? What do I need to bring and what do I need to say? Who should be there with me? Let me know what I should do. First of all, this needs to be in some form of public. Wait, didn't y'all meet in public before? Wrong person. (laughs) This needs to be in a public setting. This needs to be in some form of public setting because this motherfucker is crazy. Looney. <laughs> and, bitch, you might need to bring a squad. Bitch, you need mm-hmm. to bring your best Bear mace. Mm-hmm. You can go to jail for bear mace. Hey, not if they make you use it. <laughs> I thought it was a bow. <laughs> She need to bring a whole bunch of people because yeah. it's, it's going to be his word against hers because it's just like she probably saying one thing, he probably saying another thing, and you never know how some people might be looking at her situation right. like, oh, well, you just fibbing. It's just like, no, I can't make this, this shit, shit up. really going on. Yeah, and it'd be like, she, you can sometimes record shit, but it's just like shit. Sometimes when it's the heat of the moment, you can't record shit. Yeah, I ain't it's thinking about like, recording. Huh? I didn't think you didn't think about recording. Yo, like I didn't think about it. I mean, shit, you could record, or I, I still would have somebody there, or have somebody on standby in the like background somewhere when they see some shit crazy pop off. That's when the fuck the jump out crew come out and well, be I like, "All right, see. sir, you need to calm that shit down." Ninja that shit. Hello, I'm trying to tell you. I mean, <laughs> what should she say? Is the next question. <laughs> Why the fuck you so weird? Why are you being weird to me? <laughs> Uh-uh. Blue, what should she say? So what? What is she trying to do here? She's trying to meet him in person and and talk tell to him? him the fuck off. Like you're being weird, you're being creepy. I'm gonna need you to stop. So you, this person was almost kidnapped by the other person. Yeah, she went to the the Walmart. store or something like that, and he just jumped out and was like, "I need to have you," and almost took his, took her. Um, he almost took her ass. Now is she going to the police or something? 
don't know. Yeah, we told her last okay. time. Oh, yeah, we did. Mm-hmm. So she, um, and she wants to meet this person. I mean, I feel like he, I feel like there's nothing you could say to a person like that that's going to make him stop. Like, people like that, he's probably going to feel like, you know, like empowered that you're giving hey, him the attention to talk, to speak to him in person. You can say, meet up and say, get the fuck away from me. Stop talking to me. Whoop de woo. I'm getting the police on you. And mm-hmm. do, do, do. It might scare him, but some people it don't. Yeah. Like so it. I'm not sure what to. That that shit excites them. So it's right. just like, yeah, keep the. No flash out. Bitch, don't scare me. So it's like, keep doing that shit. So yeah. <laughs> I think you need to set up a standby at this point. Right, you need to have somebody go up, oh, accrue people go with you. And you need a restraining order. But some, I'm telling y'all, as much, yeah, I be hearing do a restraining order, but then I be hearing the restraining order still don't do shit. I mean, it's good to have it, it is good just to have, in case. Yeah, you know. Pop off. Okay, well, shit, get a restraining order. That's what I say. Shit, crazy psychopathic bastard. Okay, I'm sorry. <clears throat> <laughs> Next one. Disgusting bastard, and I know who the fuck this is. Oh my gosh, this the girl with the with the spit. She finally female. She said, "Oh my gosh, guys, seems like I've been away from you guys. So much has happened. First off, I just want to stop and acknowledge the new girl that we have on the podcast." Hi. Well, hey, girl. <laughs> nice of you to join the cast. Hi. <laughs> like, she here. Okay. <laughs> they are funny, and you seem to fit right in. My favorite part from her was when she was talking about beating that girl up. She said big and sloppy. <laughs> I didn't touch her. I didn't beat her up. I was thinking about beating her up. But if given the opportunity, I would beat her up. What? Yeah. That was when I was in Antarctica. Okay. <laughs> She said, oh my gosh, hilarious. So let's talk about this sick bastard and his obsession with his spit again. Oh my gosh. I thought you broke off with him, baby. So I told y'all that I ended things with him because of the stunt he pulled uh, at the store in the mall. Right. Okay, we we haven't been talking since. He has reached out and I'm just like, I don't feel like I need to talk to him again at all. Well, I was cleaning my apartment and I came across something so nasty. So I normally clean up under my bed like twice a month. So this, so on this day, it was time for, twice a month, okay. It was time for me to clean under there. As I got the broom, oh, as, okay, as I got my broom to get the stuff from under there, I seen a cup come rolling out. (laughs) And it's, it looked used, and it looked wet. <clears throat> Bitch, I know you like <laughs> Guys, when I bit down, oh, my gosh, I am gagging as I am typing this. It was a cup full of spit. <laughs> oh, oh, what the fuck? <laughs> I know you fucking like <laughs> I know. I know. I know. No. no. And it spilled on the floor. Oh, oh. <coughs> oh my God. Ooh, ooh, ooh. She said, oh, my God, oh, my God. I don't know. Oh, shit. I don't know what he was going to do 
with it, but holy fuck. That is so fucking. You're gonna like you know, like, like, like the candle wax, like a pool of. I gagged so much when I seen it. I went to get bleach and just poured it. After, after that episode, I cleaned it up. But oh my god, now I want to confront him about that nasty ass cup <laughs> and the spit that was in it. I want to know why would he do that and what was he gonna do? Should I even reach out? Like he been calling and texting me, but I don't like that spit shit. <laughs> but I want to address the cup oh situation. What should I do? Maybe he was reaching. No, he was reaching out for the cup. Maybe he wanted to debate. Uh, <laughs> hold on, I got a drink. Hold on. Whoa! Mm. Ooh. Oh, I can only... Oh! Oh, shit, bitch. Hold on. What was you about to do with that cup? Oh, shit. It's taking everything and me not to hurt. Maybe he wanted to cup back. Maybe he was like, hey, you know, I forgot my cup on the bed. My question is, how long that cup been under there? <laughs> <gasps> and some, sometimes spit stink. Right. So how long has it been fermenting and shit? Oh. Ooh, Maybe that's what he needed the minty spirit and he was going to spray it in the cup. I'm trying not to gag when I ask these questions about what was he going to do with that spit? Was he? Uh, and I'm why he you. left it in her room under her bed <laughs> if he was doing that shit? I'm telling you, he was over here. I'm telling you, he was like a little candle thing. He was probably about to do this. Right, I tell you, that way he was going. Oh, he's about to drizzle it on her. Ooh, like Ooh. Ooh. Bitch, I'm glad you he's left this motherfucker. He's about to glaze you. <laughs> like, bitch, you was about to look like a glazed. Oh, my God. Ooh. Okay, hold on. What was your question? Ooh, shit, bitch. Uh, she wanted to confront him about the damn cup. I would confront his motherfucking <laughs> ass. Yeah. Bitch. This is an emoji of the cup and question mark. Send a picture and be like, what the fuck is this? What the fuck is this? <laughs> Don't even ask how you doing. Just say, what the fuck is this? Uh, ooh, bitch, I want to fight the walls. Like, oh my God. Ooh, bitch. Then she said, should she reach out? <laughs> Look, I'm trying to gather up. Yeah. If it's relating to that cup, bitch, I will reach out. Yes. Yeah. I just be like, you a nasty motherfucker. Don't speak to me again. And then leave Man. it at that. Read him about the cup and just leave <laughs> and it alone. Block. No, bitch, it was the when they went to the mall and he going to ask the people in spit. Do you have some flavored spit, flavor, some flavor. spit spray? In front of her. And she looks, they had just had a talk about the spit right before they went to the mall. Oh my god. She looks like, oh yeah. This, yeah this man's an addict. What the, what the fuck is going on? <laughs> <laughs> I think you should light his ass up. Right. I'm so light sorry you up. found that cup. Oh, bitch, I feel bad. <laughs> sorry that happened to you. Ooh. <laughs> yeah. Oh my god. Die deep, we seriously apologize. I would have threw the fuck up. It's the, the visual floor. for me. <laughs> I'm sitting here thinking about like, oh, bitch, if I would have found it. Ooh. <sighs> Shit. See. <laughs> Next email. Who So, I got suspended. This is the baby from Westbrook. The girl that. 
She said, so I got suspended from school for fighting. And I'm very upset because I'm honestly a great kid. Like, to be honest, as much as I talk my shit and I might have an attitude in class and sometimes to that nature, I'm still going to do my work. Despite of what is going on because my mom expects me to go above and beyond in school. Right, right. But when someone is testing me and going beyond the measurements to do so, then I'm going to retaliate in the way that best fits. Okay, so this is what happened. Oh, this is a a story. For one, I wasn't fighting over no boy. Or I wasn't fighting over no boy. But the principle of the fact was that if I ask to be left alone, please do that. Right. So we are in fifth period class because they do have us on odds and even days. So this day was an odd day. I love my fifth period class because most of my friends are in that period and my teacher is cool as hell. Well, in that class, the girl that's my the girl that my ex had been dating takes that class with me as well. She has her little group, and I mean, I have mine. Well, we do have well, we do most of our homework on the computer that the school gives us, so we was doing that while our teacher put on put a movie on. So the girls, so the girl decides that this was her time to show out in front of her friends. Any other day we take the class, she doesn't do all of that. But she picked the day to mess with me. She starts speaking loud, saying that all her boyfriend's exes are irrelevant and that they are the, his past, blah, blah, blah. That's how she said it. I'm just like, okay, that doesn't have nothing to do with me because you're not directing that to me at all. So she comes to my desk and starts trying to talk to me, saying, why you didn't do your girlfriend duties and keep him he is such a good dude and she called me stupid bitches for not being a good yeah, girlfriend she got that which sounds stupid because bitch why you worried she got that so i told her in the nicest way possible to leave me alone she starts raising her voice saying why she can't talk to me and that i'm being weird in a bitch and that's why he didn't want me because i'm being weird in a bitch She's being so loud about it, and I'm just like, yes, I'm loud as well, but it's a time to do it. My homegirl tells her, like, okay, you need to calm down because you, cause she causing the scene for what? And the girl tells her to shut the fuck up because this has nothing to do with her. And so I finally speak up again, and I told her one last time to leave me the fuck alone. She gets louder and says that she doesn't know who I'm talking to and if it's some problem because she took my man, it needs to be said. So I told her that if she want to fight, hit me. So, as a good doggy she is, she did as Master told her <laughs> and I beat her fucking ass. <laughs> like, bitch, I asked nicely to leave me alone and you kept fucking with me. No one could get me off her because I was beating her shit in. Now I'm suspended for two weeks. My mom wants me to talk. Uh, uh, wait. My mom wants to talk to me about what happened and why would I have fought her? And I don't want to talk about it. I know my mom means well, but mama, you gotta understand, you didn't raise no pussy. My question is to y'all: is how y'all think the conversation will go? I mean, my mom is cool, so. I mean, it's close to graduation, guys. I shouldn't be getting suspended like this. I don't even know how the school is going to handle me because this is my first fight at school. Mm -hmm. I'm not a bad kid, I swear, man. But just answer these few questions. She got a lot. What y'all think the school's going to do? 
When should I talk to my mom about all of this? How she's going to take it? Yes, I said I'm grown, but still, that's my mama, you know. But please help me out. Thank you. I don't know. The school part, I don't know because I was a rebel. And I, was, mm-hmm. I stayed fighting, so I don't know. School is with Westbrook. They very weird because my my cousin, she had gotten her first fight last last semester, and she's a senior and she can't do nothing. She can't do nothing because of the graduation. They took everything away for her first fight. So I don't know. Damn. Yeah. But with the mom thing, I feel just be honest with her. Let her know like the girl was picking with you, you know. And she hit me, mom, and I had I defended myself. Right, she was antagonizing. Right, me. and if your mom's cool, she'll understand that. Yeah, you know. Yeah, I mean, I go with that too. <laughs> oh, so the question was, what? How's the school going to handle it, mm-hmm. and how how her mom is going to handle it? Mm-hmm. Yeah, how y'all think the conversation going to go with her and her mm-hmm. mom? I mean, I just be honest about like right. my mom. She was antagonizing me. I told that pussy to hit me, and she did, and I said it off. She did. That's what Master right. told her. Master. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Last email of the night. It says, hey, guys. Okay, so this is the young lady that she had emailed us and thanked us for, the like. System. No. This is the one. Um, remember, she had a lot going on. She was, like. It was about bleaching the insides. Yes. Yeah. Okay, yeah. She Wait, emailed us back. Okay. She said, hello, everyone. I'm actually in good spirits. Amen. I have been seeing my therapist. God bless. We have changed my medications to something more calmer and doesn't make me drowsy. So I'm actually in a much better headspace than I was before. That's good. Yes, I have a question for the new girl. Hi. That's <laughs> just on the podcast. She seems so calm. Her energy over the radio gives me so much hope and good vibes. Aww. My question is this. Well, first, let me make this statement. So I heard that you said you had a friend and you were close to that. You were close to that had some issues and basically being a narcissistic bastard. Uh My question will go to Blue because it seems that she's been knowing more on him than the whole cast. How did you become friends with someone like that? And how did you deal with his lying? I'm asking because I was telling a friend I met at the at these meetings I go to about my mental health. She says that she has this boy that's her friend and that he is such a character like I've been hearing about the guy that you guys were talking about. Now, I have a couple issues of my own, but this guy is the nutcase. Mm-hmm. I've been telling her to just kind of stay there for him because she did it for me. So I think she... So I think that she should have she should be able to do it for him, right? Well, she is tired and wants to give up. I couldn't help but listen to how Blue was describing her situation with the guy and it made me think about my friend. So tell me this, Miss Blue. Mm-hmm. How did you deal with all of these shenanigans? Oh, with all of his shenanigans. By the way, I love Blue. Oh, I love you too. <laughs> okay, she first said, How did I meet him and how did I come to know about his line? So me and him worked together. I met him through my job at the time. And um, so I was his ma- I was a manager at the time. He just came on as a regular person. And he just came up to me and started talking to me. And I'm like, who is this kid telling me about his life? And so eventually, 
um, me and my other friend at the time, we were like, man, we need another person to go to the zoo with this one day. And I was like, and he was like, well, why not, oh boy, they be talking to you. And we just invited him on and we just all became the best of friends. And now I didn't see, I knew he was a little weird, but like I didn't see what was really wrong with him. So um, I didn't actually, I didn't even find out he about all his lying and his behavior until just this last year when I met Jay Marie. And um and um I he had his quirks or whatever and I was like, well you know what? Well we all got our quirks. Well I'ma just keep it pushing because I was worried about my own life too. So I wasn't even reading into anything too deep. But then last year everything started coming to the surface and everything, all the puzzle pieces started clicking together about the stuff that he was involved in what was the other questions uh uh shit where did she go um there she go she said um how did you deal with his lying well how did you uh how did you become friends with someone like that Mm -hmm. and how did you deal with his lying and she got another question okay well um I didn't, I mean, I didn't even know he was like that. So I thought he was like, you know, a regular person with his own little quirks or whatever. Of course, he was a little weird, but that was still my friend at the end of the day. And how did I come to deal with his lying? I mean, I, I didn't, I wouldn't say I necessarily dealed with it. I would just be like, I'd hear one lie after another and I'd just look at him like, you're fucking weird, bro. Like, (laughs) I don't want you around me. Like, I get... Like, you know, if there's a person, like, who's just lying about the littlest things, like, he, I can be like, what you ate last night? Oh, I ate a hamburger, when in reality, he ate a hot dog. So it's like, what, why are you lying about that? Like, it was just the littlest things, and I would hear how he would talk about other people, and then I heard what he said about me, and then that same day, he called me playing in my face, acting like, you know, well, he was unaware that I, I hadn't heard what he said, but... You know, it's like, you know, you're a pathological liar. You laugh, you lie about anything. And what, mm-hmm. oh shit, what, what was the questions? One more time. Uh, how did I deal with it? Yes, how did you deal with the um, lie? I would just tell him, like, look, you're delusional. I didn't tell him up front you're delusional. I'm like, look, I know this isn't real. I know that isn't real. I know you did this and I know you do that. So please stop lying to me. Because I'm always going to find out. You act like people are crazy and like people don't know, but what's done in the dark comes to light, you mm-hmm. know. And he would just, you know, deny, deny, deny till the end. Like sometimes he would just go mute and not interact in the conversation at all when I was reading facts and receipts. Because I keep receipts. One thing about me, I'm going to have a receipt. I have a whole file cabinet full of everything everybody has ever said to me. That part. But, um, <laughs> okay. And her Hi. last question is kind of basically what you just summed it up how did you deal with all of his shenanigans okay um i kind of didn't in a way but i just distanced myself from him and i was like i just got really disgusted to what he was doing to other people and how he was treating other people and what he was saying about people i just kind of got disgusted like he was like very low vibrational to me and he never wanted to get better as a person and that was very clear so, I mean, I just distanced myself from him. I was focusing on myself. I was focusing on the other people who were good to me in my life. And, you know, I just had to let him go. And as for your friend who's trying to, who's tired of the other guy, I feel like she has every right to say, I don't want to deal with this anymore because it's not her responsibility. If he's up to some shenanigans and she's not, 
she doesn't want to deal with it, then she's not. It's not her responsibility to deal with it. Of course, it would be nice to be by his side and whatever, or whatever he's going through. But this person, I was friends with, was going through. Well, I guess going through a lot in his own mind, and it got to a point where I can't do anything for you because I had conversation after conversation about his behavior and how it was affecting other people in his life and it was just like in one ear out the other like he didn't absorb anything that I was telling him so I was like I'm just I'm just tired of wasting my breath so what's the point of me being here and being a friend to somebody who's such a bad person now Mm -hmm. and that that was it I just stopped I told him off and I just stopped talking to him Told him the fuck off. Mm-hmm. I ran him <laughs> down. Oh, my God. <laughs> oh, shit. Accidentally opened one on accident. Unread. Okay. All right. So, I found one more. I'm going to read. It's really short. So, this is the last email. Bonus email. It say, man, this shit wild, man. Say, man, I thank y'all so much for telling me what I needed to hear. Because I'm just like this. I really do care for Shawty. And I want to be with her. So if y'all don't know who this is, this is the dude that want to be with his friend's baby mama. But his friend is in jail. So he said, so she hit me up the other day saying that she in love with me. I mean, shit, to be honest with you, I think I'm falling for shawty too. I think a sit down with my nigga, who is her baby dad, needs to be done. But I don't know how to go about it. What can I say? Help a nigga out again. Uh, <laughs> I might have left that one alone. <laughs> uh, <laughs> help him out. <laughs> what? He need help. You, help want, you opened it, bitch. I did. Right. I did. Aw, damn, blue agreed. Um, um, I should have left you for next episode, but I mean. The the firm approach is to just be honest with him and just let him know that you in love with his baby mama. I mean, wouldn't that be a logical answer? Like, how many years he got in jail? <coughs> I'm sorry for accident. I didn't mean it like that, but um, how long he got in there? I mean, I I feel like if he doesn't have any attachments. To his baby mama as far as like physical and emotional attachments to her then I mean he honestly could be okay with it but if he has some form of compassionate and love and um you know sexual tension towards her see how the conversation go before you say it and then if the conversation goes to like him talking or pin palling another female and you know he just like saying he wanna you know just be about her and the kids or not like not be about her and the kids but he just you know he want her to be happy maybe you kind of squeeze it in and be like look this is what's going on this is why I want to tell you but you know if he say some other shit talking about you know he wants to be with his family when he get out you might not need to say nothing and you might just need to go home and just end it with her because it just seems like she's playing a lot of two, she played two roles in this. Like, she wanted to be with her baby daddy, but she wanted to be with you. So it's just like, you, you might want to be the common denominator to just exit yourself out and let her be great with her baby daddy. <laughs> That's my answer. Do you have something to say? <laughs> 
What about you, Blue? Mm-hmm. Well, damn, I had to answer I mean, by myself. Oh, go ahead, Blue. What was the question? One more time. <laughs> he wanted to know how can he approach his homeboy about him liking his homeboy baby mama or being in love with his baby, his homeboy I mean, baby mama. Yeah, you're just going to have to take that conversation. I don't know how you would approach it, but, I mean, be as honest and as... Um, not gentle, but honest as in forthcoming as you can. I mean, I, I, don't, I don't know. I mean, you got it, Jay Marie. You ain't gonna say nothing. Oh, because I opened the last one. You ain't gonna say. Shit. I was ready to go. I got plans, son. Oh, well, excuse me. Okay, well. No, you you done? And he, the baby mama, and the baby daddy, she only be with him. How you know? Because I remember the remember what they said last time. Oh, but yeah. well, she, the conversation should go smoothly then. Well, she don't want to be said, with him. Okay, but again, he might not want to be with her, so it might go smoothly. I don't know. But again, she might be playing two sides. You never know. You know. Uh-uh. No. You're not about to interrupt me. No. Okay, we got to, oh, shit, because somebody ready to go. Uh, any advice you want to give to the people? Because it just seems like I didn't got rushed. I'm sorry, sir, because your email just got ignored. Maybe next episode I'm going to ask it again so somebody can answer the motherfucking questions since they got motherfucking time to go do stuff. But uh, anybody got comments, concerns? What do y'all got advice for the black people, the white people, and the wonderful Mexican people? Always keep your luggage empty because the baggage ain't for everybody. The fuck that's supposed to mean when you look at me? Keep your. <laughs> what? <laughs> that was intended for Jay Marie? Was that for me? No, it was for everybody out there. But if you feel like that was yours, pick your baggage up and keep it with you, honey. <sighs> okay, mine says for the everybody of the world, you ain't got a lot to kick it. If you go lie, don't tell me shit. Please be truthful with me. That is all. <laughs> um, mine is some people will not hear you regardless of how much how loud or how truthful you speak or how loving you speak you gotta wish them well and let them go that part because some people will not hear you no matter how much you talk that part steven it's not clicking steven now you can play your fucking and some people are like leaves they fly away some people like branches they stay Do you feel like a leaf? Do you feel like a leaf? I am the root of the tree. Oh, so why you? you But bitch, you looking at me? So is there an issue? You call this Astazi over here? It's just because you're a leaf. I'm not a leaf, bitch. I'm the branch. I'm the root. I'm in the dirt. What you say? I'm a pothole. (laughs) (laughs) So the pine cone. I said she called me a pothole. I said what the fuck is that? All right, y'all, because I'm fed up with this motherfucker. This is Jay Marie Blue. And then. And this motherfucker right here. Cut this bullshit off, bitch. Bye, y'all. What's up, Dive Deep listeners? And. <laughs>
this episode, the playlist is coming from me, of course. <laughs> okay, like, stop playing. <laughs> no, in all realness, um, I have a song for you guys. It's called Groupie by Summerella. So, if y'all know about Summerella, Summerella came on the scene. She was on Vine, like, a long time ago for all my, you know... M millenniums that's my age that's about to be knocking on 30 i ain't about to be knocking on 30 now but like i'm about to be 28 but anywho uh for any of my millenniums that knew vine knew what vine was y'all know who Summerella is like that's the girl who sung um you're contagious ebola baby you might need to get a shot that girl right there right there y'all know who i'm talking about anyway so uh she came on the scene, and the girl can really sing. Like, the girl talented as fuck. Um, she got that song. I think it's, like, only 11-something or something like that. Um, she got a whole bunch of songs, but this song in particular, I love this song so much. So, I need y'all to listen to it, and I need y'all to bang this thing, y'all. House, I need y'all to bang this song. Google, I need y'all to bang this thing. Y'all cars, this song is coming from my playlist, of course. And the song is called Groupie by Samarilla. Because what she said, I'll be your groupie, baby. <laughs> Bye, y'all. I'll be your groupie, baby. For you, I act a fool. For you, I break my rules. Don't need no self-control. Comes to you, cause tonight I'll be a groovy baby. I'll be a groovy baby. I'll be a groovy baby. Deep listeners, this is Jay Marie, and I just wanted to sit down with you guys and let y'all know that we are up and running on all social medias. So if y'all wanted to follow us, we have an Instagram, Twitter, and of course we have a Facebook. Our Twitter name is Dive Deep Pod underscore. Again, that is Dive Deep Pod underscore. Our Instagram, if you're following us on Instagram or want to follow us on Instagram, it's going to be called Dive Deep Podcast underscore. And if you want to follow us on Facebook, of course, our Facebook name is the Dive Deep Podcast. Also, we have an advice email hotline. So, of course, if you are going through relationship problems, friendship problems, baby mama, baby daddy drama, or family drama, or look, if you're just having a bad day and you need to vent, all you have to do is email us at xdivedeep at yahoo.com. But when you do email us, leave your age, your gender, and where you're from. You can leave your name if you want, but on the episode, it'll be completely anonymous to the listeners. So make sure that every two weeks that we post that you're listening to your advice question and we give you the correct answer. So again, if you want to follow us on any social media, we're on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook. And if you want to email us, make sure you email us for advice at asdivedeep at yahoo.com. Thank y'all. Love y'all.